There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. Mohammed Salman joins us from the ARN News Center. Mohammed, good to see you. Good to see you guys too. Did you have a nice break or were you busy, busy working? You were working a little bit, weren't you? I was, yes. I was working throughout the Eid holidays. I got the day of Eid off though, which was nice. So yeah. a lot of time with family and friends. So that's uh, always, always good to have. Yeah. Indeed. So you're here not only to tell us about your holiday experience, but to give us a roundup about some of the stories you've been covering today. And, um, you know, it is still summer. Mohammed, I was just saying I was away in France for a couple of days. So let's start with travel. Um, there's a new report revealing where people in our region go on holidays so far this year. So tell us what we need to know. Right. So this was a survey conducted by Wego, which is a travel search engine and booking platform. And they found that uh, Egypt is the most popular travel destination for people based in the MENA region. Now, I know a few people who have actually gone to Egypt this summer and they absolutely loved it. I mean, you have the pyramids in Giza, you have the beach in Sharm el-Sheikh. So there's a lot to do uh, in Egypt. So Egypt takes the top spot. Uh, India came in second place. And I think that has a lot to do with the large number of Indian expats who live mm. and work here in the Middle East. Uh, so India in second. Uh, moving down the list, we have Saudi Arabia in third, followed by Turkey, which came in fourth. So just a poll uh, amongst us three over here. How many of these top four have we been to? So there's Egypt, India, Saudi Arabia and Turkey. Have you guys been to all of them? Some of them? I've been to two of them. All of them apart from Turkey. Yeah. Apart from Turkey, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been to Istanbul and I've been to Kerala. So I've been to India and Turkey. I, I come the lowest in this group. I've only been to Turkey. Turkey is the only country of these four that I've been to. So, yeah. Okay. It's, in, it's, it's interesting though because um, I guess it makes a big difference because lots of people take their holidays by, as you mentioned, going back to visit friends, family and, and tie that in with a vacation at the same time. Exactly. I think it would be interesting to see how many of these people actually uh, go for solely for mm. touristic purposes versus those who go back to see family and friends back home, right? I mean, e- Egypt mm. as well. There are a lot of Egyptian of expats yeah. living here in the UAE and the Middle East as well. So I think a, a large number of those will be expats returning back home. Good stuff. So, uh, Mohammed, tell us how the UAE did. How popular is the Emirates uh, as a destination for people across the MENA region to come to? So the UAE has retained its spot as the fifth most popular destination in the MENA region. That's a position it's been holding on to for the last four quarters in this particular survey. Now, earlier today, I spoke with uh, Mahmoud Hamedan, who is the managing director of WeGo in the region. I asked him what kinds of trends they've seen when it comes to tourists who are visiting the UAE. We're still seeing lots of uh, lots of Dubai visitation. We are seeing a noticeable increase to Sharjah. We are we are seeing more of combinations between Dubai and Abu Dhabi uh, than before. So you see lots of people coming to Dubai ended up spending a night or two in in, in Abu Dhabi in Yas Island, doing a little bit of you know kind of culture tours in in Sharjah. So UAE is still one of the beloved destinations. From, from Saudi, uh, a little bit slower this year than before when it comes to Kuwait travelers into into UAE. I think weather is, is one of the factors for sure right now, but uh, I think by Q3 should look better. Q4 should be the biggest and the peak of it, usually around November, December. That was Mahmoud Hamaidan from Wigo explaining how tourists are spending their time here in the UAE. I also asked him what advice he would give to anybody who is still planning a holiday. And here's what he told me. They always book early. I mean, we keep on saying this. Don't leave the very last minute, and with, which, is, which is a habit in this region, I must say. The earlier you book, the earlier you plan, the better, you, the more you save. 
I think the new travelers are are drawing a line now when it comes to you know what sort of type of travel we want to do nowadays, um, which is more sort of going behind the experience and the experiment that rather than actually going with a traditional sort of pre-prepared five stars luxury uh, accommodation extra extra people are more now especially the young generation are more into the you know the experience itself so if you look at at, at uae if you look at dubai i would say like you know any three any three stars hotel uh, would be really affordable and having a really high standard compared to so many other destinations that was uh, Mahmoud Hamidan from Wigo explaining the top three tips he would give to people who are still planning their holidays this summer. And it was interesting. He was sort of saying, book in advance. It's always great. But I'm, I love a bit of a last minute one. If I book too far in advance, I get too excited about, you know, things I might do. And I get a bit, yeah, I think I waste too much time looking at what I might do. So I quite like a last minute one. Anyway, there is something special about a, a last minute getaway, isn't there? It's great. The, the, the yeah. thrill of just getting on a plane and going yeah. somewhere random. <laughs> so... Now, Mohammed, we're going to move away from travel for a second. And uh, the next story you have for us is lovely. Uh, it's about a member of the police force here in the UAE. And they've just achieved something very special. That's right. So Major General Salma Al-Kafi has become the first female police officer from Abu Dhabi police to reach the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania. Wow. Now, Mount Kilimanjaro is the highest mountain in Africa and it's the fifth tallest mountain in the world. Uh, she reached the summit in just under five days and now she's calling on all policing sectors here in the UAE to do the same. Now, this particular story is close to my heart uh, for two reasons. Uh, number one, I am originally from Tanzania, so I have that connection. Uh, and secondly, um, I have also climbed Mount Kilimanjaro myself. Nice. So uh, I was able to perform this feat in 2011. Uh, I climbed with a bunch of uh, cousins and aunts. My mom was there as well. And wow. uh, it was the most incredible experience of my life. Uh, the, the, the kind of beauty that you see on that mountain is incredible. By the second day, we were actually above the clouds. Wow. And so, Mohammed, what kind of training did you have to do? So we initially thought that we would have to do a lot of training. Mm-hmm. We thought that we'd have to run uh, laps and, 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 and get a lot of fitness in. But we actually did very little of that. Uh, and we still ended up all reaching the summit. Uh, the most uh, the, the most difficult part, I would say, is actually just getting used to the thinness of the Low air. Oxygen. right? Mm, yeah. Because um, by the third or fourth day, you're already on the summit, which yeah. is about 6,000 meters uh, above sea level, right? Everest uh, is about a month's climb, right? You take about a month and a half to two months to climb Everest. Your body has time to get used to that altitude. Uh, but on Kilimanjaro, you're going up very, very quickly. Like I said, by the second day, Uh, you're already above the clouds, right? And by the fourth day, we reached the summit. And just the view from the summit is just incredible. I mean, you can see clouds, you can see glaciers, you're stepping on snow, and uh, you just feel on top of the world. And it's the most amazing thing ever. Now, um, I have have a couple of clips for you guys because during my climb, uh, every day I would uh, record a short, about a minute long video of where we've reached wow. on our trip. Now, remember, this is back in 2011, so I was, uh, I was a little bit different back then. Uh, so this particular clip you're about to hear is from our, uh, our second last uh, uh, video clip, and that is when we actually reached the summit. So go ahead. <laughs> so I did it. I made it to the top of the tallest mountain in Africa and the highest freestanding mountain in the world. Um, we've been here for about 15 minutes. And the area is really thin up here, but it's good. My Tazim Kala even made it. Yes! Yes! She had a really good grab. My mom also made it. Mark, your salam. Yeah, she's happy as well. Yeah, it was a tough climb, especially after um, 
before uh, before Gilman's. The, the two three hours before Gilman's were, were, was very tough, um, but it was very rewarding in the end. And uh, as you can see, the place is absolutely beautiful. There's a Mount Mirror on that side, some ice glaciers. Let's go. Moenzi Peak. Let's go. Mama. Yeah. Does it bring back all the memories? It does, yes. And uh, in that particular audio bite, you could hear my mom <laughs> <laughs> celebrating. Uh, she was actually the most concerned because uh, she thought that she wouldn't be able to make it. Uh, but she made it in the end. My aunt was there as well. She wow. made it as well. So uh, it was a fantastic experience, something that I'd highly recommend anyone uh, if they get the chance to do it. Okay. Well, it's something to think about, Emma. It's a, I said, you know what? Now it's another thing that's got to go on my bucket list. It just keeps getting longer and longer. And, and the thing is that you've got to do it sooner rather than later because uh, because of climate change. They're saying that the snow on the top yeah. of Kilimanjaro is melting very, very quickly. So I read a report just a couple of days ago would say that by 2023, uh, mm. there might be no snow at all on the summit of Kilimanjaro, wow. which is very sad. Okay. Uh, but so, so before 2023, definitely. Gotta go. Gotta, gotta okay. Go. <laughs> we will um, maybe follow in your footsteps, Mohammed. Not so sure yes. yet. But Mohammed Salomon from the ARNE Centre for now. Thank you. Thanks so very much. much. Thank you. There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.